What's up, ladies and gentlemen? I hope you're having a great day so far and a fantastic and relaxing weekend. Thanks so much for tuning back into the Footballer's Journey podcast, episode 32. I got my man Kalon Fox on, originally born in Atlanta, Georgia, currently finished off his season in the Icelandic third division and ended up being the player of the year. This is an awesome interview with my guy. And he demonstrates what hard work, what persistence, and what patience can bring you. So take a listen, and I'll catch you at the end. Yo, my guy, what's up? How are you? What's up, bro? How you doing, man? Good, bro. Good to get you on. Good to hear your voice. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> is everything, uh, do I need background noise? Can you can you hear me well? Is, is it good? Nah, you're all good, bro. You're all sweet. good. Sweet, sweet, bro. Yeah, man. So, uh, good to meet you first time on, on audio, and uh, I'd like to introduce you to my audience. So, yeah, yeah. you could just introduce yourself, your name, how old you are, where you're originally from, uh, where yep. you're currently playing, your position. And then yeah. just, you know, a little bit of a background on your, on your journey to your first uh, professional contract. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I would say this conversation, it was a long time, uh, long time coming. Uh, good, sure. good, to meet, good to meet you on the audio, you know. Yeah, man. Um, hopefully see you in Atlanta with Brian here soon, maybe. Yeah, dude. You know, catch up with the boys. Um, exactly. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Kalen Fox, um, age 24, just turned 24 this year. I'm uh, originally from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, spent some time there, and then moved to Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, then to Louisville, Kentucky, and now uh, me and my family live in Florida, uh, Jacksonville, up in the Northeast area, so it's nice to, to get some sunlight and, uh, sure. you know, get, some, get, some, get a tan after being in, in Iceland for, for six months. <laughs> I'm, I'm an yeah. albino right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I played... College, uh, university at Kentucky for four years, um, from 2013 to 2017 or 2016. Um, and then after that, I redshirted my junior year, uh, broke my collarbone twice. Mm -hmm. So I had a spare year. So I took my master's at a small school up in Pennsylvania, St. Francis University. Uh, so did my fifth year up there, got my master's. Finished up in December of 2017, and then after that, um, I took all of 2018 trying to find a USL team mm -hmm. uh, in America. I was on trial with – I went to Seattle Sounders, too, for about three weeks um, from, like, let's see, February to early March – um, in 2018. And then, uh, after that, I went to the Charlotte independence, another USL team, um, was there for a week, didn't get anything. Um, and then went up to the Philadelphia union second team, the, uh, Bethlehem steel for a week or two, um, didn't get anything there. So after that, um, 
the USL had started, so it was hard to jump in another preseason per se or like a, a trial. Um, so after that, I decided to do kind of what some people do um, if they don't make it their first go, just play a season of PDL, which mm-hmm. is like kind of amateur summer league teams uh, for college kids or like one or two year out college guys that didn't get picked up. So I went down to Mississippi Bria, uh, was there for the summer. I think we started around um, beginning of May and ended in late July. Um, was kind of on a couple trials during my season there. I went up to, uh, let's see, St. Louis, uh, their USL team for a week. Um, and then another week throughout the season. Uh, didn't mm-hmm. get anything there. Um, after the PDL season, um, I didn't have any college eligibility left. So for the next two months, I reached out to people and, you know, was looking to see if I could get picked up maybe in the USL, uh, the transfer window. I think that's around July, August, uh, didn't do, didn't get anything there. Um, you know, kept going, uh, started emailing some agents and seeing if maybe, you know, uh, abroad could be a possibility and mm-hmm. let's see it took a while to get some emails back and then i finally signed with an agent um and then in december the dream came true and i signed my first pro contract with a team out in iceland in the mm-hmm. second eld which is the third division over there um so i was in atlanta from like this January to March kind of training. And then Mm -hmm. I left in April and was there for six months and just got back two days ago. And, uh, that's, that's pretty much the short story. Um, dude, dude, that's all. Let me interrupt you real quick. I mean, I didn't even know, you know, all those teams you went to, I, I think the persistence that you've had and, um, you know, going all those teams and then finally landing that contract and then what you've done done this year, man, I, I applaud you, man. You know, that that's big time stuff. I lo- love to hear that, man. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. you, you kind of broke up in and out there. Um, uh, what, what did you say? Yeah. So what I was saying is um, I, I completely applaud your persistence and yeah. the ability that you had to keep on going and going. Yeah, yeah. When many players would have just hung up the boots. Right. Uh, and I, I really love hearing those stories. And I constantly say it, you know, if, if you know, your story would be boring if it, would, if it was easy, you know. Yeah. If you 100%. just went to one team and you signed. But I'm right. sure at every single team that you went to, you learned more and more. You got better as a player, yeah. as a person. Yeah. And you just developed. And, yeah. um you know, just to share with the audience, I don't know if, if you're going to, if you want to, mm-hmm. the man got the player of the year uh, in Iceland. So, yeah, uh, completely deserving of that reward uh, with all the hard work and the persistence, you know, that you've gone through and put in. Yeah. Um, you know, usually usually a question that I ask towards the end is, um, did you, you know, did you ever think about giving up? And if so, uh what made you keep going. But after hearing that, I, I want to touch base on that real quick. And yeah, uh, before we get into the, the physical and the nutritional standpoint, because at the end of the day, I think you'd agree with me. 
I think the mental aspect of football is the most important, hands down. 100%. So I really want to touch on that real quick because when people go through hard times, uh, sometimes it's hard to stay in routine. It's hard to keep up your positive, your good habits physically, nutritionally from a Mm -hmm. recovery standpoint. Sometimes you just say, you know, uh, you can say, why me? I don't give a fuck anymore. Excuse my language. But, you know, it's the truth because I've gone through it. I'm sure every single player who's listening to this has gone through it. And I don't I don't think it's talked enough about in in the football uh, world. Uh, I don't think the mental health aspect has really been touched upon enough. And especially when you're in Iceland, when you're in a country alone, you have no family uh, out there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you could just touch on that real quick uh, and, and, you know, how you got through that, if those periods. 100%. I I mean, I would say it started out in high school. Um, I mean, I've hit probably – I mean, the biggest three uh, roadblocks for me, the first one uh, was in high school. Uh, the second one was when I redshirted uh, my junior year, which is uncommon in university, um, and then trying to find a new team and kind of finding my way back with the, with, uh, the team I was on currently. Um, you're not having, having much confidence being out for 10 weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, you know, after I graduated my fifth year, after the, the PDL season, you know, I thought everything was, was done. Um, I mean, I didn't have any college eligibility left. I didn't have any USL teams. Getting an American going over to Europe is even a smaller chance um, than, you know, playing in the States. So in high school, my freshman year, I, uh, and my, me and my, my boys laugh about this still, but I, uh, I was the last guy, you know, a classic Michael Jordan story, but uh, I was the last guy to make our freshman soccer team. Um, so all throughout high school, um, I had to battle back and, you know, make the team JV, didn't make varsity to my junior, senior year. And then college maybe wasn't an opportunity, but I got a look with Kentucky. So it was a division one. So, you know, I I was happy with that. Um, my junior year, uh, redshirted, I was out for, you know, 20 straight weeks, uh, coming back from that was tough. And then, you know, most recently after, you know, being on trial with, with seven to eight USL clubs and not making it, you kind of think like, Oh, like, I mean, is this the end? Like I've been playing football Mm -hmm. for 24 years of, or 20 years of my life. Like, you know, is it, do I have to get a normal job? Do I have to rely on Mm -hmm. education? Um, It's nice to have the masters in the back pocket, but I mean, you want more. I mean, you want to be a pro footballer. That's what, you know, you, you go to university, you wake up at 8 AM, you're going to bed at, you know, 11 after school, after training, all that's all that hard work. I mean, mm-hmm. you want to, you want to show, you know, something, I mean, mm-hmm. so mentally, I mean, coming from just this, this past year when I was at Sounders after three weeks, I got let go. Um, and then you have to quickly change your mindset from all oh, like, you know, that team didn't pick me up to next day. I'm in training with Charlotte independence. I'm traveling, you know, five hours on a flight. Um, I got training the next day at 9am. Like you have to forget about, all the energy all the effort you put into that past three weeks um mm-hmm. you know obviously being sad mad and you know, all those emotions and just like completely reset and then just mm-hmm. getting your head in gear for you know the 9 a.m training the next day new set of guys new locker room new staff new tr- you know new drills so you got to be mentally switched on for that um so i would say that aspect of it going from say club to club and you know not being picked up 
having to switch your mentality to positive, um, which is tough. Uh, mm-hmm. Much easier said than done. A hundred percent. So, I mean, in that aspect, mentally, it, it is you, you do grow because you you don't you don't get used to it, but you understand how to deal with you know hard and um, all the way from zero to a hundred emotions like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so in that aspect, you do you do grow in how to deal with it. Um, it is it is tough, but at the end of the day, like you just have to have confidence in yourself um, and and know that you're there for a reason. And, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you believe in those two things and, you know, sooner or later, uh, I always tell my boys, like, um, every no, you're closer to a yes. And For last sure. year, I finally Love found that. that yes. And, uh, and uh, like you said, I went to Iceland, um, fresh start, uh, new culture, didn't know the language. Uh, the practices were in Icelandic. So obviously that's a language barrier, but you just have to get used to it. Mm-hmm. Um did came to training every day, 15 minutes early, uh, did my stretches, did my warmups, um, went to training, just balled out. I mean, mm-hmm. um, in the games I did well enough. And then at the end of the season, uh, we had an award ceremony and the players, the board, um, and the coaches all vote for their, uh, player of the year. And, mm-hmm. um, I received that award, uh, about five days ago. So that was, um, I mean, it was it was surreal because you put a lot of effort into what you do and um, going over there without knowing, you know, what could happen to come back with a word like that. It's 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 uh, it was good. Yeah, man, that's unbelievable. And, you know, it just it just gives me the chills to hear. You know, I I mean, if people listening uh, don't get the chills and don't get inspired by that, I don't know what what else they want to hear. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Yeah. And that's awesome stuff. And. Uh, yeah, really congratulations and love to hear that. Um, but yeah, did you ever think about, uh, like you said, did you ever like, what did you like, what kind of, I, I know you said you thought about, uh, you know, hanging up the boots, but right. what kind of actions did you take after those emotions? Um, um I mean, <clears throat> I just thought, I, I mean, I just thought to myself, like, I mean, you've, you've gone this far, like Mm -hmm. you owe it to yourself. I mean, like I said, I did my education, I got my master's, all that in five years. So like I have two to three years to do kind of what I want and enjoy, you know, what I do, which is football. I've been doing it Mm -hmm. since age four. So, you know, I talked to my family and they were really um, passionate about me, you know, trying and doing, you know, everything I could. So I started out emailing pretty much everyone that I could uh, talking to all my friends, whether they're playing in the USL or abroad and just mm-hmm. kind of started there, um, emailed different agents, finally found an agent and he took a chance on me. So, I mean, it, it, it took a lot of work and mm-hmm. some people ask me like, Hey, like, you know, um, how, how do I get there? You know, like, mm-hmm. I, and I know you and Bully, you guys talk about, you know, mm-hmm. um, for sure it's it's more about the 10-year plan than a one-year plan um, for sure long so term I, yeah long term it's, it's not it's not a sprint you know it's a marathon and i mm-hmm. think that's very important because a lot of people want the fix they want it like the yep. next day but i mean it took me 20 20 years to finally become you know a pro so to, you know to tell people like hey this is the this is the easy fix this is how you do it in one day it's 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 tough to describe to them 
um, because they don't want to put it in, you know, the emails, they don't want to put in the calls, mm-hmm. they don't want to put in the work. It's easy to, you know, to go to training, but it's, it's tougher to get up at, you know, the next day and when, when your team's off and go and do your own workouts or, you know, eat, eat the right supplements when everyone's not watching, that kind of thing. For sure. So. For sure. Yeah, that's unbelievable. And uh, yeah, like you said, a lot of people in this day and age, um, they want instant gratification. They want a quick fix, whatever it is, whether they want to lose weight or they want to gain muscle right? uh, or they want to touch like Messi. It doesn't come overnight, you know, hundred percent. Yeah. Like, like you said, um, the long hours, the grinding, no one sees behind the scenes. hundred percent. And I think to point out to the listeners um, is the fact that you did absolutely everything you could in your hands to get that professional contract. And like you said, a lot of yep. it comes down to, you know, just getting on your laptop and, and you know, networking with people and, and mm-hmm. calling people. And you're going to hear a lot, lots of no's. You're going to hear lots of, oh, I can't help you. And yep. the real question and the real thing that you should be um, ask yourself at the end of the day um, when you're brushing your teeth in the mirror Mm-hmm. is do I really want it as bad as I say I do? Or yep. do I just do I just want to flaunt it on social media that, you know, that I want to become a pro? Because 100%. I think I think with a lot of, um, you know, these growing YouTubers and, uh, you know, whatever it is, Instagram, and I support all of it. I think a lot of it's awesome, like the road to pro. Yep. Uh, I think everyone wants to copy these guys. But at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself because it's you versus you. You know, 100%. you know, do you really want it? Will you actually sacrifice everything or right. are you just reading some fucking inspirational quotes? Yeah. 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 I mean, and that's why I asked you, you know, you had those emotions and I wanted to know so these people could hear what actions you took and you took the positive, the right actions. Right. Uh, and that's what led you to where you are now. And um, yeah, it's, it's fantastic to hear, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it was tough, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, say say it wasn't. I mean, there were days that like I called my parents and I was like, listen, like, you know, I'm I'm in Seattle, like I could either go to Charlotte, um, or I come home and then figure out what I want to do. But um, my parents were like, listen, like we, you you can be home whenever you want, you know, you you can you can come back, like you got you have a bed here whenever you want, but like right now, you have this opportunity to go to another club, and we know that you're sad, we know you're disappointed. Um, but I mean, you can go there and you could try to get another contract. You can come home and you can just hang off the boots. Um, yeah. so, so we'll see. Yeah, that's unbelievable. And, you know, God bless your parents for supporting you. And I think that's a big thing. And then at the end of the day, I think people need to realize that at any, you could, you could be a doctor, you could be a lawyer, you could be whatever you want at any age. You could always go back to school. Uh, right. but you can't be a footballer at any age. You're not going to always be this young. You're not going to always be this fit. You're not going to always be this motivated. So why not take the risk now? Exactly. I mean, we're young, you know, like, like other parents say, we're young. You, you have time. Um, Absolutely. And I mean, I can't play football when I'm, you know, 35 to 40, my body, my body won't be there, you know? So now For when sure. it's young, now when I'm ready, you might as well give it a go, give it everything you have. And then at the end of the day, like if you can say, Hey, I, I emailed everyone. I called everyone. I was working out every day and it didn't work out. You know, then you could be, you know, then you could be happy and be like, I, I gave it all, but absolutely uh, no regrets, man. Yep, exactly. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, that mental standpoint is, is unbelievable. And I'm glad you could share that with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think a lot of 
a lot of what goes into the everyday, like we talked about, is those um, those daily habits, what gets done every day. So if we could just get a little bit into your training and, and your yeah. nutrition, it would be great to hear. Yeah, for sure. So when you were in Iceland, uh, you know, when you were in season, can you describe a typical day in your life? You know, what time you woke up, uh, breakfast, when training was, you know, things like that. Yeah, we um, so most of the games uh, throughout the season were on Saturdays. So if we're looking at a typical practice on, let's say, Tuesday, um, I actually so we'd practice in the afternoons. A lot of the guys mm-hmm. on the team had had jobs. So I had a job over, over, the, over the whole season. I was in Husavik. Uh, they're known for whale watching. It's like one of their mm-hmm. big, big attractions. So I was working at Gentle Giants in the mornings. So I'd wake up about 8, um, have my breakfast, and then head off to work at 9. Um, I'd work until 2. I'd have lunch around 12.30. Um, I'd go home, uh, have a snack um and then probably take about i try to get in a two-hour nap before training um but most of the time it'd just be about an hour um mm-hmm. i'd go to the field a little bit early uh do my stretching do my mobility get my body ready before training um so that i'd leave about 4 30 uh we started training about 5 15 5 30 um and then after that probably about two hours of training um i'd go home uh i'd either go to the cold tub and the hot bath uh, across from the field to, uh, to do a little recovery um, and then get a nice dinner in and then just kind of hang out and chill and then go to bed and kind of kind of repeat. Awesome, man. Yep. Yeah. You, 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 so if you could describe, you know, um, a couple of those meals, you know, what mm-hmm. you would usually have for breakfast, lunch, the snack before training and the dinner. Yep. Yeah. I think that would be helpful. For, for breakfast, it's usually every morning it's two eggs. Uh, I put some cheese and ham in there. Uh, I usually get uh, wheat bread. And lately, I've been on the almond butter. Uh, but in Iceland, wow. I-, I was on the on the on the all natural peanut butter. Uh, but I recently switched to almond butter. Uh, it is it is a lot more more tasty. I'll say that. Um, and then I'd have a little apple juice uh, for lunch. I would actually for breakfast a little yogurt on the side with uh, fruit and granola in there. Um, and then for lunch, it was kind of – it would switch. Um, it was kind of a buffet style. So the chef would prepare either mostly fish, actually, because I was in Iceland. So awesome. a, a lot of fish. Um, but chicken, um, some sort of meat. Um, and then, you know, the sides of the day would either be mashed potatoes, uh, corn, green beans, peas, um, some sort of vegetable. And then they had a salad bar, so I'd go there, put some uh, bell peppers in there, uh, put some fruit in the salad, uh, some olives, uh, some cheese, um, and then usually water, water to drink. Um, and then snacks. so did that. So, so did that. Um, did the team uh, provide you with that meal? Yeah, the lunch lunch was on the team. So I'd awesome. go to. Uh, we all ate at the hospital um, where all the workers ate. Um, and then the chef would prepare some meals for us, uh, buffet style. So, you know, meats, some sides, bread, if you wanted, uh, fruits and then salads. So, I mean, from a standpoint of nutritional value, I felt like that was, that was, that was nice to the team, um, to provide that for the players because nutrition is, um, I mean, like, you know, miles, miles ahead of, of what you need, um, for training, uh, snacks kind of light before training. 
uh, like some rice cakes, uh, some peanut butter, some fruit, um, something light. I, I don't like to eat anything like per se heavy before training. Mm-hmm. Um, some players like to, you know, feel a little heavier training, but I like to feel a little lighter. Um, and then for dinner, you know, kind of the same thing, uh, meats, vegetables, uh, water or juices if you want. Um, so to get some, some protein and before bed. Awesome. And what time will you usually go to sleep? I would say I'm trying to be in bed by 1030, uh, mm-hmm. 11 at the latest and then fall asleep by like 1130. Um, awesome. so probably, I mean, on average, I like to get at least, at least nine, um, at the minimum, I would say eight, but sleep for me, Solid. uh, is, is big. Uh, I'm usually napping during the day as well, either before training or after like a hard workout just to relax the body. Yeah, of course. I, I think, um, I think sleep is one of the, you know, the most important things mm-hmm. to improve your performance in your life. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, how often did you train with your team per week? We were, we were in training, I would say Monday through Friday, uh, game on Saturday off Sunday. Um, but being off, uh, the coach usually wanted us to get in either like a light jog or like go to the cold hot, I mean, cold hot tub or, you know, mm-hmm. get, get some stretching in. Um, and then most, I would say 80% of the time we had the Monday off too, just to recover and just relax. Um, but sometimes, some days we were in Mondays, uh, it depended on if we had an away game on Saturday or not. Cause usually we travel to Friday. So we wanted to get in at least four trainings a week, and then the games were on Saturdays. Um, so it just kind of varied uh, in that regard. Awesome. And uh, like you said, you know, in the morning you would uh, – I mean, in the before the session you would usually go and, and uh, do the mobi- mobility and yep. things like that. Yep. Did you do any extra training uh, along with team training? Um, on the off days, yes. Uh, it wasn't like, you know, I'd go out to the field for an hour to an hour and a half. If anything, it was, it was mm-hmm. small touches because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, training and traveling takes, takes a lot on your body. So I don't think that, you for know, sure. getting in an hour and a half or an hour of like, you know, hard training is, is good for you, especially when you're doing it four, four times a week already. Um, mm-hmm. But to go to the field and get like a nice little, say, like 10 to 15 minute jog in, and then, you know, stretch out. Uh, I have, you know, a foam roller. I have uh, a small little lacrosse ball or tennis ball um, for the smaller mm-hmm. smaller knots. And then uh, a, a roller that kind of vibrates. So Awesome. Um, I thought like, about uh, Like Brian over at Toka. Yes, huh? bro. That's exactly yeah. what I have, man. The orange one, bro. Same, bro. The orange I got one. it right after I used this, bro. Yes, dude. I, uh, yeah. I got it shipped all the way to ice. And I told my parents, I said, oh, listen, I got to have real, this. bro. I I, uh, I sent it to B, and he was like, yo, bro, I love it. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. It was a nice little investment, but, I mean, I, I thought about, and I may still do it, but I don't know if you know a lot of, about the, the massage guns, like the Theragun. Yeah, all dude, those. I've been thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a big investment, so I figured I'd start out with the roller that vibrates to see if I liked uh-huh. it. Um, and then, you know, if, if, I, if I find the funds or if I, you know, do, get, get any that way, I could, I could you know, uh, go all out on, on the Theragun um mm-hmm. but I mean it's, it's a large Dude, that next contract bro that yeah next yeah contract. treat yourself you know <laughs> of course bro yeah I've, I've actually never I haven't used the Theragun quite often I mean maybe a couple times yeah yeah you th- do you think it's worth you think it's worth the money I've 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 been reading up on it I mean like I said it, it is a lot of money so I did want to do my my research 
mm-hmm. I've used it. I've used it probably like ten or twelve times. Um, and I. Hello. Hello. Yo. Hello. Yo, we're back. Yeah, we're back, bro. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, uh, nah, no worries, man. I don't know. Maybe on my side, who knows? But yeah, yeah. What, what were we saying about the Theragun? Bro, you think it's the, worth it? Uh, I don't know, man. I've used it, like I said, 10, 12 times. Uh, I mean, in regards to, you know, releasing lactic acid and all that, I've read up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a big, it's, it's a big, you know, investment. So I think I'd have to either use it more or like kind of get one of my own hands from a club and kind of use it for a for month. Sure. But, but it's one of those, I mean, dude, if it works, then, then I'm all about it. I don't, you know, I don't mind spending it, but I mean, you know, if it's one of those gimmicks, then uh, that, that, that money, I, I got to save and put towards something else. You know what I mean? <laughs> for sure, man. For sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, so during the season, did you hit the gym at all or, you know, were you, were you just doing mostly ball work stuff? Yeah, yeah, we had, we had a gym. Uh, we are, our coach, uh, was really into, uh, he called it FOGA, like football yoga, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously you had yoga, hot hot yoga. So we just kind of, um, pertained it more to football. So it was stretching, Mm -hmm. mobility, uh, you know, hip, hip stabilizing, that kind of thing, balance work. Um, with weightlifting, we didn't, as a team, we didn't do much, you know, maybe, maybe once a week. Um, mm-hmm. but I tried to get in there maybe, maybe once more. Um, the gym wasn't, wasn't too big. It didn't have like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of equipment. So it was more like body weight stuff. But I mean, during the season, you know, you're not trying to, you know, do two to three, three reps, you know, in a set, you, you know, body weights, you know, more for me. Um, I'm not trying mm-hmm. to gain a lot of pounds during weight, just kind of keep, keep what I have, um, of to, not, to not lose much. So, yeah, I mean, two times a week. Um, I didn't want to go any more than that because we were training a lot, um, and traveling, uh, so, uh, team was once. And then, you know, if, if I felt like it, if I felt like I needed it, maybe once more during the week, but nothing, nothing too crazy. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Um, so, so how many matches did you have during the season? We had, there's 12 teams in the league all across the, all across Iceland. Um, so we had home and away played each team once. So 22 games there. And then we had a cup, so all, all teams in Iceland um, competed in it, uh, and we had three games in the cup. Um, we played oh, – let's see, we made it to the final 16, actually, uh, which was good. Um, and uh, 22 games, so let's see, 25 over the course of six months. So, Solid. I mean, a game – in the beginning, it was a, it was a lot because we were doing the cup, uh, so probably a game every like four days. But after that, you know, it kind of spread out to like seven, um, sometimes you know ten if you had like a uh, an, an off weekend or or a bye week or something like that. So nothing like mm-hmm. nothing too crazy towards the end. But in the beginning, uh, it was like it was it was a lot, like once every you know four four or five days. For sure, man. For sure. Yeah. And I don't think you mentioned it, but what position do you play? Position. Let's see. 
primarily, I would say center back. Um, mm-hmm. But for the team over in Iceland, I played uh, six, eight, ten, so anywhere in the midfield, and then uh, left center back, and then right center back. Um, awesome. So, so pretty, pretty much all over. But I would say. For most teams, I usually play left or right center back and then six, depending on awesome. you know the team we play. Great stuff. Man. Yeah. So not bad. Um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not running too much, you know, like, like outside backs. I, I let them yeah, do yeah, the running. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, bro. For sure. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, man, I lost my train of thought there. Um. Oh yeah, so so like you said, you you were at a couple of USL teams. Yeah. Um, what would you compare the level of USL to Iceland? Sorry, did you hear me? Yo. Bro, you hear oh, me? Yeah, I got you. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. So, like you said, uh, you were at a couple of USL teams. What would you compare the level from USL to Iceland? Overall, I would say USL was probably a little bit higher than where I was playing. Um, mm-hmm. If you look at facilities, probably probably about the same. Um, wow. If you look at uh, players um, and experience, um, probably a little bit less. I guess on a USL team, you have, I don't know, maybe an average age of 27 maybe. Um, mm-hmm. For the you know MLS second teams, it's about a little bit lower, like 20, 21 or, or 20. Um, mm-hmm. But for my team, I was – I was one of the older guy, you know, probably like in the starting 11, I was, I don't know, mediocre. So I would say the average age is like 25. So mm-hmm. just a little bit less experience. So in that regard, sure. maybe a little bit lower, um, but still, you know, the same, you know, energy wise um, mentality, I would say, I mean, it was the same, but, but overall level, maybe, maybe a step below. Okay. Interesting. I mean, that's great to hear that the, the facilities in Iceland are almost up to par with USL. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had about, I mean, we had about 500. It was a small town, you know, like 2,500 people. So, I mean, it, like community around the team was, was really good. So, we mm-hmm. had about 600 people, 500 people come to the games, um, which, which was really nice to have. Um, but, you know, when we traveled – uh, looking at the stadiums and the, and the seats and stuff, I would say, you know, yeah, uh, about the same. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was nice environments uh, to play. And obviously you had some, some fans that were heckling you and call, calling you different names and, and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, uh, those environments are, are really fun to play in regardless, you know, um, motivation-wise and, and, and all that good stuff. Absolutely, bro. Uh, so, and how is your living situation in, in Iceland? Did you, you live with a teammate or how'd that go? The living situation was we were in a house. Um, it was me and another guy on my team. He was from Spain, our goalie. And then um, there were two girls living in there that were from the women's team. So we That's had decent, like, huh? yeah, so, yeah. So we had our own little house. It was nice. <laughs> we had a, yeah. a, sh- a short walk to the field. 
um, after, after training, we'd have like dinner together. So we were, we were, we, we became pretty close. Um, it wasn't like anything weird like that. Um, yeah. the, the house was nice. Uh, the family had like, uh, I guess an, an, another job in the summers in a different country. So they kind of rent out the house in the summers, wow. um, for the players that come in and they just like redone the, the kitchen. So it was all nice. And then they had a little hot tub in the back, you know, for a little, a little jacuzzi late night. Uh, one of That's those. Awesome. So, so, uh, yeah, it was nice. I mean, I was with the living arrangements. Um, I would say I was, I was, I was very happy. It was, it was awesome. good. Yeah, man. dude, Scandinavia is awesome. I mean, I was in Sweden, I was in Finland. I, I still have to go to Iceland, but I, I I love the vibe in Scandinavia. Yeah, I mean, I have I haven't I, I haven't been out to like Sweden or or uh, Denmark or, or any of those places, but uh, I'm trying, man. I, I'm trying I'm trying to get out there. I've, I've heard good things about those countries. Dude, for sure, for sure. I mean, you know, the women, the food, you know, yeah. the relaxation vibe. <laughs> I just love how they, you know, they enjoy their relaxation time. You know, yes, whether it's dude. a sauna, a hot tub, you know, they enjoy meals together. It, it, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I, uh, I mean, th- that was the thing that I liked about Iceland. It was, it was a little more slow paced. You know, I lived in a smaller city, absolutely. So it's not like you felt like you, you know, you had to go to the grocery store. It was like a fifteen minute drive. Man, I could just walk there in like five minutes, mm-hmm. or like take a car and you know be up there, just kind of stroll around um come back to my house like relax i worked on my cooking game you know while i was there that awesome. was one thing i wanted to get in so i added fish to my arsenal um solid so i'd go for you you know it, it was it was rough at start at the start yeah, right, yeah. I, I had some i burned the kitchen a couple of times you know i had to <laughs> open a couple of doors uh but i i got used to it after a while so i would say you know some fish uh in the oven you know a little a little uh, seasonings on it. Come out the oven. It's awesome. it's good, man. I I can want to dine a girl right now, and she I could I could awesome. add fish to the arsenal. I'm feeling comfortable about it. <laughs> I love that, bro. Like yeah. everything, man. It's about reps, huh? Hundred percent, bro. Reps reps is key. Reps is key. You gotta be confident in yourself. Whether it's you know women, whether it's food, whether it's football, you got you got you gotta hey fake it till you make it. You know sometimes. <laughs> For sure, man. Exactly. <laughs> Learn by doing. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, man. Um. Do you have any, you know, favorite pre-match meal? I just stick to the basics, like just chicken, For sure. uh, like six, you know, somewhere like six ounces, um, some rice, some small carbs. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not really a big pasta guy before games. Mm-hmm. I'm a big pasta guy the night before. Um, mm-hmm. Pasta, it just takes too long to, to digest in my stomach, and I feel um, I feel that rice is a little more small, a little more smaller, a little lighter. Um, Absolutely. So, chicken rice and then you know some sort of greens um salad and then you know obviously water but um but i mean that that, that's just me like i said i like to feel lighter but some guys on my team were were about the sandwich life they were about the yeah yeah yeah. uh, all that kind of stuff so isolated people they're they're different kind man but uh for sure different breed bro yeah exactly so chicken (laughs) rice and then some sort of greens for me some light you know (laughs) i feel you brother yeah uh you take any supplements dude i've tried i'm not gonna lie man i've tried everything in the book besides steroids i mean yeah. <laughs> everything in the book man i'm still like six foot two like you know as skinny as toothpick i'm getting i'm getting <laughs> i'm getting there bro i'm uh I, I put on some weight before the season um i did i did the creatine um some mm-hmm. i did the the whey protein um i hopped off the creatine i didn't like the way it was kind of uh the way, way it made me feel, um, it gave me pounds, but I didn't like the way, 
Um, I, I felt it makes you feel heavy, huh? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, dude, um, I, I've tried it out many times, trying to really suck it down, but dude, yeah. I really, I also had really a lot of problems on the, on the toilet bowl after after some creatine yeah. balance. Man. <laughs> yeah, bro, I, I'm with you on that. So I mean, <laughs> supplements wise, right now, I mean, before games, I, I take the I take amino energy. Um, sometimes I drink like a Red Bull just to get me I don't mm-hmm. know, a, a little more focused, a little more energy, a little more, a little more amp. Um, I'm crazy, man. I do smelling salts before games. I break yeah. them and give them a quick sniff, you know, Solid, bro. um, you know, something, you know, to get me, to get me going. Cause I gotta be talking the whole game, bro. So it's, yeah, I need a little something. I need a little boost to get, to get my vocals up, um, to keep it going for 90 minutes. But I mean, off the field, um, you know, protein every now and then. Um, but I, not, nothing like nothing too crazy. No, no tablets that, you know, give me like Popeye, Popeye arms or, or mm-hmm. you know, Hulk legs. Um, no nah, quick fixes for the boy. No quick fixes for the boy. No, no. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, if we could just go real quick. I know you're in the off season right now, probably taking some time off, but yeah, if you could describe a little bit, um, you know, just a quick day in the life, uh, you know, in the off season. Yeah, I mean, right now, I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm I'm taking like two weeks off. I'm just sitting back, yeah, enjoying time it, with with the fam. Um, I mean, a, a day right now probably wouldn't you know look like a professional footballer. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm waking up. I don't know about like ten, taking my time, maybe going to you know going to the gym. Uh, my family just finished building a house out of here, so we got the boat awesome. in, in the backyard. So we're doing things like that. But and and you know once I get back to it. Um, I would say wake up about nine, uh, nine, 10, have a, have a good breakfast, fuel, fuel mm-hmm. the body, um, go to the gym, lift for, uh, about an hour and a half. Um, right now mm-hmm. I'm focusing on the off season, um, on getting a little bit bigger, uh, mm-hmm. maybe adding a couple pounds to the top and a couple pounds to the legs. Uh, I think conditionally, uh, I'm, I'm pretty fit usually um as a center back you know you don't run as much so you don't really need to focus on that before maybe a month before you leave you know to get that to get the conditioning back and the touch mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so right now i'm laying off the the miles so that way i can add a couple pounds um yeah. not use and waste the calories on the running and stuff like that um so i'll go to the gym in the mornings for like an hour and a half focus on some things i need to work on um and then i'm doing hot yoga as well solid uh, like once or twice, maybe per week. Um, getting back. You doing that routine. to see some sweet things, or are you doing that for performance uh, benefits? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. It's like <laughs> it's like eighty twenty. You know, football is eighty, and then obviously, if I'm seeing a nice yoga instructor, or a couple girls in there, I'm not. I'm not mad. You know, I'll sit towards. The yeah, bro. And, and you know, hey, how you doing after class? Yeah, uh, observe. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I tried to pick a nice little hot yoga spot in town where I know that there's a lot of young people. So you know, we, you never know what could happen. Of course, bro. I love that. Um, but but hot yoga's hot yoga's good for me. Um, you know, get a little sweat, um, stretch a little deeper, um, work on some some mobility stuff in there, balance. Yoga's mm-hmm. yoga, yoga's actually crazy, bro. Like yoga, oh, like, it's great stuff. Pe- people people sleep on yoga, but you go in there, and even if you're not in hot yoga, like you're doing some balancing stuff, and it'll 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 get you. It'll sneak of up. Of course, on you. man. These housewives will will yeah. destroy you, man. <laughs> exactly, bro. They make you look like uh, yeah. They make you look weak. Um, For sure. So, I mean, yeah, lifting yoga, uh, probably two times a week I'll go out and touch the ball for now, uh, but usually on the lighter side just because I'm trying to gain weight. 
Um, yeah, and it's good so to not, take a break sometimes from the ball. Exactly, exactly. I mean, training training by yourself. I mean, you know, it, oh, like yeah. you know, by yourself, it, it gets it gets hard at times. You know, doing the same reps Absolutely. and not really having that guy to either push you or throw you the ball you know motive mm-hmm. and in that regard it's it is tough to to you know and, and i won't lie to to go out there and you know put in a good shift for you know, for an hour or, or, or what you need to do um so not, nothing too crazy um like i said for the next like week but but after that i'll, I'll probably you know lifting and, and hot yoga and, and you know, eating better and stuff like that but but for now bro i'm on i'm on holiday man uh, good for I'm, you I'm, man. I'm, I'm chilling good but, for you yeah. I think people need to realize also, you know, like, especially when you're playing abroad and you're not with family, I think yeah. you realize how much you really have to cherish that time with your family in the off season, you know? hundred percent, hundred percent, dude. I mean, I think I that's one of the biggest things I've learned, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good. It's good for the heart. I mean, it's good recovery in, in that regard too. You spend time with family, of course. They came out and visited mm-hmm. me once while I was in Iceland, but I mean, I, you know, I, I did miss them. I did miss seeing them. So it's nice to just kind of just talk with them, chat with them and, and sit back and relax for a couple. And I mean, dude, at the end of the day, like, you know, you're a footballer. Yes. But I mean, dude, you got to enjoy, enjoy life yeah. a little bit too. You of know, course you, you're a human. Of course. Yeah. I mean, you're obsessed with it, of course, to a point where, you know, you got to realize that, that there is more and, and family is, you know, t- top of the list to, Absolutely. To, to do, to do, especially when you get back from, from a little stint, uh, like in, in Iceland and being away from them. Of course, brother. Yeah. But yeah, getting to the last bits here. Um, if you could go back to yourself at any age you wanted to uh, mm-hmm. and give yourself a little bit of wisdom uh, that you have now, what age would you choose and what would you tell yourself? Man, I would, I would choose my high school self um, before I went to college and to just like enjoy it more. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. sometimes Sometimes you think about the future, you know, four or five years down the road and you kind of stress yourself out. Um, but it's important to just like, you know, be with yourself in the moment. And, you know, if you're playing with friends, if you're playing with, you know, you know, brothers, sisters like that regard. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that goes about that goes away like very quickly. Um, of you know, me and my boys, when I'm, when I'm back in town with Louisville, we always reminisce in the high school days. Um, and those feel like ages ago, you know, uh-huh. I mean, it was great while I was there. But uh, I mean, just I mean, listen. Like we talked about, it, you know, it's a marathon, uh, mm-hmm. you know, not, not a one-year thing. Um, I mean, even the best pros in the world, you know, they didn't get on the stage. So they were, you know, 18, 19, 20. Um, so, I mean, you, you got to enjoy time, time with friends, time, time kicking the ball in, in that regard and, and not stress about, about the future because, you know, if, if you want it bad enough, you know, it'll, it'll come. You know, mm-hmm. it, it won't be there when you want it to be there maybe. You know, like it wasn't there for me when I wanted it. But, I mean, eventually I got, I got there and – um, you know, to go back to the high school self, you know, just tell them to just relax, enjoy it. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's not just about football. Um, mm-hmm. it's about, it's about, you know, the, the other stuff too. So yeah. nothing, bit... nothing too crazy, but you know, just, just, just something like that. No, it makes sense. Just enjoying the little things in life. And, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, I think one of the most, you know, the most important thing is being in the present, you know, yeah. it's easier said than done, but with practice and with patience, it, it'll happen. Hundred percent, hundred hundred percent. Agree with that completely. For sure, bro. But um, let's see. We got I got two more for you. Yep. Uh, if you could offer, you know, one to three pieces of advice, you know, I I know we've talked about a lot of things. Sure. Just specifically, uh, to a young footballer or someone chasing the dream who wants to become a pro. Yeah. You know what? What would you tell tell that guy or girl? I would say, 
if you, I would say for me, the biggest thing that kind of helped me in, in football and soccer was futsal. Um, mm, it's, it's, you know, it's small. It's, you know, four before it's tight. The ball moves quickly. Uh, for me in high school, that's when I started to pick it up. I was, I hadn't like grown into my body per se, you know, like most people in high school, I hit my, I hit mm-hmm. my spur to like six inches. So like, man, I was awkward. So, <laughs> you, know, you know, so getting on the ball and playing football like that, like it really helped my touch. Um, mm-hmm. It helped my, my, my confidence in that regard. Um, it helps you get out of, you know, tight, tight, uh, tight quarters with people all around you. Um, so futsal helped me immensely, um, especially like as a midfielder, as a center back. I mean, you know, you, you know it as well, like defenders, they build the play, you know, if they can't For pass sure. the ball or if they can't, you know, find the midfielders or find the outside mids and to the forwards, like the, the team doesn't do well. It's not of like course. the ball just, you know, pops out of midfield and you guys start from midfield and forwards. Um, so passing, um, you know, having a good first touch, uh, all those things, futsal for me uh, was number one. Um, and I think, you know, if you start there, uh, I, th- I think that that would be uh, important and a good start. Absolutely, man. Completely agree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, last one. I mean, what are you thinking about your future? You don't need to share at all, but uh, yeah. any ideas on uh, on your future or what's next for for the big man? Uh, for the big man, uh, I mean, the windows don't open until January. Um, mm-hmm. For the for those that don't know, um, you know, as as a pro footballer, you can't just pick and choose when you want to play for on sure. teams. You know what I mean? Um, so there are windows that you know transfer windows that open. Uh, the next one for me is January um, for like Scandinavia. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other big window is, you know, the world window uh, with mainland Europe is like July, August and like being September. So that one's already gone. So for now, I mean, a lot of teams are still still in their season uh, where I want to play. So just kind of relax for, for a month and then um, for sure. me, me and my agent uh, we'll get together. Uh, we've already talked once or twice, um, but figure out kind of what would be best for me, uh, countries, um, to go back to Iceland and uh, play hopefully in a higher division or, you know, try Scandinavia, Sweden and start there and kind of build, build a career um, awesome. from there. So I, right now, I mean, I have an offer to go back to my old team, uh, mm-hmm. of course. So that's nice. Um, but we'll see. Uh, uh, in the next couple months, kind of, kind of how how it how it progresses. But as of now, I don't have a team. Uh, I don't have an idea. Uh, just chilling, just training, and just kind of waiting for for the next opportunity to come up. So awesome, man. love that. And uh, I think people need to realize it's all about patience. And yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of football is waiting. You know, the hundred percent, hundred percent. It'll always be there. But uh, but yeah, you, you got to sit back. I mean, you talked about it too. Like sit back and just relax. And and right now, after six months, your body needs rest of course. and and it needs to, to to recuperate um so so i'll do that and then i'll get back in the training and then kind of figure out figure out what i want to do next you know awesome brother really great to talk to you really uh awesome conversation and uh we're, we're definitely going to meet in the near future 100 percent, bro um, i look forward to it don't worry 
You got of it. course, man. Whether whether it's with Brian and Mooley. Yes, you know, bro. We got to connect boys. the boys. The boys got to connect. Bro. The, the long lost boys. Yes, bro. I was talking with the other day. We have some uh, some unfinished business with Brian. A little two-touch finish, bro. Oh, we're, yeah. We're, we're going to get back to it in November, December, hopefully, after he's done with chat. The Red Wolves and then... Uh, yeah, bro. Well, hey, we'll send you some. We'll send you some uh, some Instagram videos. We'll we'll see I who the king that. is. <laughs> love that, brother. Um, so if people want to connect with you, reach out, uh, hear more about your journey, or just ask yeah. you some tips. What's the best way to reach you? Um, off the top, of my uh, I mean, you guys can just. I say social media is probably mm-hmm. the best. Um, I think my my handle is Kalen Fox. Oh eight. It's either okay. Kalen Fox 8 or Kalen Fox 08. That's K-A-E-L-O-N-F-O-X, Fox, and then either 8 or 08. I'm not sure. Um, but I would say – Ladies and gents, that's, that's how you know he's a chill guy. You know, he, he doesn't even know his damn handle. He's chilling. Yeah, he's bro. straight chilling. Yeah, I mean, hey, Twitter's like 08 or 08, and then my Instagram's the opposite. I, I don't remember which one it is. But, hey, if you search it, you'll find it. Um, I'm public, so just give me a shout. I'll answer whatever you guys need. Uh, don't worry. I, I won't hesitate. Um, absolutely brother. Yeah, bro. All right, man. Enjoy your off season. We'll talk soon. Yeah, you got it. I appreciate the time. I'll see you, bro. I, I appreciate your time. All right. Peace brother. See you. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? I hope you enjoyed that episode. The 32nd episode of the footballers journey podcast with Kalon Fox. What an inspiring, what a chilling, what a great story that really is. The dude deserves what's coming his way. Player of the year in Iceland. I'm excited to see what's next for him. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you learned a lot. I hope you took some golden nuggets out of it. If you like the episode, if you like the podcast, I'd really appreciate a review on Apple Podcasts. And without further ado, I'd like to wish you, ladies and gents, a great weekend and a great week. Have a good one.